There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Stan C at your service to my right, Rowdy Ralph Camus, and right across me, Ravishing Roe Moran. It's episode number 73 of the SGP podcast. And let me just remind you that we are the number one, number one, 32-ranked podcast. Kind of fuck we went in the sports and rec section, yeah. How is that possible? We got the other good numbers people, for Brian. Other people can do better than That's us. That's true. Yeah. Especially Cheap Heat, apparently. Yeah, Cheap Heat's at 116 now, which is uh, one of the highest rankings I've seen for it in, in quite a while. So. For a wrestling podcast, even. Yeah, although, I mean, Stone Cold's podcast does pretty well. Oh, uh, no, no. Jericho's podcast Wait, does pretty well. Say, can I just say, uh, you remember, uh, you know, Sunny Sansi, Rowdy, Ralph Kamas, Ravishing, Romeran. Yeah. Two of those people are dead. Oh, that's true. Two of those people are fucking dead. That's true. That's so sad. And oh. it's us. Yeah, and it's us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thank yes. God Stone Cold is still alive, eh? Yeah, actually. And and Stone Cold is relatively healthy, so, you know. Speaking yeah. of Stone Cold, I've been listening to your podcast now with Paige. Mm. I, oh, that was, that was pretty solid. That was yeah. pretty solid. The only problem I have with that episode is Paige breaks kayfabe. Within but five everyone, minutes. Within five minutes. But everyone breaks kayfabe. Yeah. No, no. On the podcast. On the, on the podcast. But it was so fast. It's like, oh, yeah, when I took a bump, and I was just like, huh? we're talking about bumps? Why? Why? Why does this upset you? No, it doesn't upset me. It's just, it's just it happened so fast. Apparently, there was no easing into it. Now, let's talk mm. about industry terms. It's, there's none of that. It's just, no, hey, Jericho, the money. You don't listen to the podcast, do you? I do. I listen, no, to, I, I listen to his previous WWE podcast shows. I listen to his stuff on, well, the occasional good episode. Not so much Jericho nowadays, but it's really just bam. No, but I the Stone Cold interviewed page. I particularly enjoyed it, and I like how. Um, see, Paige, she clarified this one Daniel Bryan anecdote from the book right. uh, about Daniel Other Bryan going Br- to the UK. Yeah, yeah. Yung, yung rough yeah. family. Mm. I, I, it didn't register no una that it was the Knight family. Pala. So it, it was nice of Paige to actually clarify that. Um, you didn't get it right no, away? I didn't. No, so, I didn't. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't get it right you- away. Because no, he didn't name it. And I, ito ata yung point na medyo he, wait, wait, he na- said... A current WWE Divas family in the UK. How many? Oh wait, oh, nga pala. How many of those apply? Right, right. Okay. Now that you mentioned, because I, I don't remember the exact words. So no una parang so, I just lost okay, over. So it. Is, uh, no. Did it really happen? Yeah, it really did happen. She clarified right. it. Uh, she basically owned up to it being her family that you know um, ended it's like up the rough worst, housing. Worst kept secret ever, though. Yeah. But so. So I don't Yeah, she just clarified it. Uh, you know, Brian doesn't mention it in the book, but it's actually about her. So yeah, that was nice. Um, if there's one big takeaway I could get from the podcast, I guess it, it was the fact that sobrang na audio ni Page. Like, um, 
yung, yung tipong nakaka-in love na audio, you know what I mean? Like, there's some people that when you listen to them talk, nakaka-in love silang pakinggan. Uh, Paige kasi is a good talker talaga. It's just that people can't get over her accent. Yeah. Which because is, she's it's very heavy it's English. But it's not, like, super thick. It's not scouse thick. It's not scouse thick. It's the, it's the fact that her... How do you say this? Her inflections are very, very, very obvious. She talks like yeah, an American now, though. But it's not, it's not like Neville, and uh, you're still trying to struggle to understand. understand see, it's not un- incomprehensible. See, Paige, actually, what I notice when she talks is she sounds like an American. Like, she ends every sentence as a question. You know? Like, you know, I had to go to the grocery, and I think I had to pick up some cheese. So it was weird. It was very Californian. <laughs> and I, I don't know why I was uh, I was analyzing this shit. I guess I was just that, uh, that bored in traffic so this afternoon. So is a California girl. California Brit. Parangaran. I'm sure she lives in Florida, I think. Yeah, she does live in Florida, which she she did mention. Anyway, um... Uh, it, it's been a, it's been a crazy week in wrestling here in the Philippines just because everyone is so stoked for the upcoming PWR Live, which is set to happen intense. in two days, August fifteen. So intense that you know, Smart Henry's blowing up. Yeah, because yeah, of it. We are blowing up. I mean, the, um, our good friend of the podcast, Anthony Quell. Quello? Anthony Quello did write a PWR primer for all of those who have not been to a show and who are coming for the first time this Saturday. I think it's about damn time that somebody actually released a primer for everybody who doesn't really have an idea about who who the PWR guys are and what PWR is. And I mean, it's one of those articles that you think, hey, it's it's something we should have done a long time ago, but we're doing it now. No, well... No, that's true. <laughs> we, we, we really could have had one for Revo X and sold it as a pre-show reading material. Yeah. Oh, nga. Which we, we should Looking do back. for the next one. Yeah. Looking yeah. back. Right. Anyway, uh, do check it out. It's at www.smarthenry.ph. And because it is PWR week, expect more PWR pieces to come in the next few days. Yeah, it's happening. Well, this episode is coming out on a Friday. Yeah. So the tomorrow. Friday before. That's tomorrow. Right. So... Expect the more. No. no, expect yeah. more. Expect more. I mean, PWR is known for the unexpected at this point. So, I don't know. As much as we talk about it, there's still so many things that even the three of us might not see coming. Well, we know that there's going to be a beer drinking challenge featuring Cantotero. He calls it the Lakastama Open Beer Drinking Challenge. So that's happening. You also have the Mark D. Manalo Boot Camp Invitational. And we're going to be talking to Mark D. Manalo in just a bit. He'll tell us more about that Boot Camp Invitational. Also happening on the card, you've got the PHX Tournament, the inaugural. Four matches for the PHX. Right. The Philippine Hybrid eh? X Tournament kicks off. You've got Sandata versus Chris Panzer. Also a match between Mayhem Branigan and Miguel. Miguel Rosales, uh, Joey Bax will take on Ken Warren, and Ralph Imabayashi takes on Peter Versosa. So that's the lineup. You also have a grudge match between Bombay Suarez and Cutthroat John Sebastian. And your main event, the PWR Championship, will be seeing Jake DeLeon challenge the current champion, Classical Brian Leo, who will be joining us, by the way, in just a few minutes alongside John Sebastian. But right now, why don't we talk about uh, you know wrestling from all over the world, particularly... Lucha Underground because I found myself waking up this morning thinking parang ang kulang ng morning ko like there's no Lucha Underground to look forward to there's a void I feel it already Season 1 just wrapped last week as you know me and Ro discussed uh, yeah. mostly but 
looking forward to season two, the ending of the season finale speaks volumes. I like how it. they did uh, cutscenes. Mm. I, I mentioned way before that the Prince Puma character reminds me of a create a wrestler character mm. with, the, with his cutscenes. And then the epilogue featuring all of the main and relevant characters, it was very reminiscent of a, of a video game. Mm. The ending. Yeah. So. <laughs> the best part, I think, was uh, well, we expect Drago to turn into a dragon. Right. But fucking Aerostar goes back Beams to the up cosmos. Into oh, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Beam me up, Scotty. No, it's not. take off. It's not a beam up. Eh. Yeah. Um, I like the Son of Havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, right out good, into the sunset. Yeah, that was a good one. But I, it, it was, it, to me, it was like, we'll get them next time. It was like safe. Eh, parang, in case there isn't a second season. Yeah. Uh, it, I know. It ends on it, that note. It, it wrapped everything up just in case. And I, I thought that was a good move. No, but, uh, but no, I'm, I'm weird, had to, I, don't, I don't know if it's a bad move or it's just really that I'm not used to it. But I mean, wrestling, because we're used to wrestling being a never-ending narrative. Right. And then to see uh, this wrestling show actually wrap up after, its, after a season, as in actually acknowledging that this, this is, is an, an ending. ending. This sure. is the end of a chapter oh, at the very sure. least. It's... Uh, it's Disorienting, to say the least. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's, it's just different. It's different. Yes. If I may, I actually have a, a have a theory to answer that. Oh. Um, see, John Morrison, he was uh, the subject of a Rolling Stone interview some weeks ago, yeah. and he explained that the difference between Lucha Underground and other wrestling promotions is Lucha Underground is a drama about a wrestling promotion. It's not necessarily a wrestling promotion per se, which kind of explains mm. why there are young, young conclusions and finales yeah. and story arcs wrapping uh, being wrapped up and loose ends being. Uh, being tied up so I think that explains why they had to like have those epilogues and why they had to close out certain angles and stories alright yeah, yeah I get it but uh, I mean it's a drama about a wrestling promotion but still it's, it doesn't it doesn't give us a clear cut understanding no matter what it is which is at the end of the day a wrestling program that has reality TV elements that are so good that it gets an Emmy nod. No, yung, ano lang, I, I, I think the reason lang why I brought up that theory is the fact that, um, to your point, that wrestling is never ending. Diba? It's like it's it's like a fictional sport, diba? which, which is... It's, it's, it's basically like a sport, diba? the way that it's supposedly portrayed, even though it's a drama. You Lucha Underground, it kind of acknowledges more the fact that it's really a program about a wrestling promotion. Yeah. So I think that's the key difference between what we've uh, gone accustomed to vis-a-vis Lucha Underground. And that's, no, why, but, that's why I love it, actually. Do we ever find out why or what uh, what Dario Cueto was running from? No, we don't. We also didn't really get to see what Matanza looks like. We didn't get to see much of the graffiti. And I, that Rolling Stone interview I referenced earlier mentions that the graffiti around the temple will, uh, will be clues to a long-running storyline that supposedly spans several future seasons. So we haven't seen any of that stuff just yet. And it opens the door for a lot of things should future seasons materialize. Speaking of future seasons, the on this morning's grapevine for Smart Henry... It was noted that several wrestlers are being asked to sign contracts that would extend as far as seven seasons, which would mean if this graffiti angle, you know, materializes seven seasons of that, that's that's asking for a lot. 
And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one. I'm, I'm a guy who, as much as I like long-standing series, that's seven. That, that's 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 longer than some of my the, favorite you, series. You, have ever you compute got. it. Uh, Seven seasons. Oh, this season okay. ran for nine but months. Nine months. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Nine months, seven seasons. That's at least a lot. Well, at least six more years. Six more years. At least. And why not? I mean, if you're a wrestler, but you're kind of like an NBA player. You're looking for guaranteed money. You're looking for a long-term deal. But so not, but is, not seven years, man. Yeah. And you'd be tied Would you, down. Would you know of a contract that lasted seven years? Do you, yeah, not in no, wrestling. Well, see, Mark Henry, he had a ten-year contract that he signed in '96. But. Uh, but the WWE is never ending. The thing about the seven-year contract is, okay, for one, we don't or we don't already know when it's, when the second season is happening. Sure. So Dude. if they're stuck in that ironclad contract, okay, without even knowing whether or without when, the guarantee of a second season, when they're gonna be working again, like what if they get op- other opportunities? Like, yeah, for example, like for example yeah, Prince go. Puma is uh, Ricochet in real life. Is actually competing for NJPW for, and he will be competing for the Super Junior Championship at the end of G1. I'm not sure though if we know the terms of the contracts. I'm, I I don't think these contracts are public knowledge. At least in terms of no, no, we we already know because we already have an issue with Hernandez. Yes, uh, with TNA that he wasn't. Ayun pala hindi pala siya pwedeng sa TV ng kalaban. And then in this case, you have. New Japan that's showing on AXS, yeah, yeah, AXS yeah. Network, which is technically competing against El Rey, which would bring up the fact that, okay, NJPW may not be as current on AXS, but it's still there. So there's still you're a possibility. saying that the only ones that they can actually compete for would be AAA, because hey, there's, uh, there's an agreement between AAA and Lucha Underground. Yeah, possibly. Obviously. No, that's, that's the only obvious one, but right. what happens in the case of guys like I don't know um, the smaller the smaller players in this case like no you can appear for uh, you can appear for another company as long as they don't have TV okay like for example you can do PWG because it's only internet based yeah, anyway exactly. but still it, it there's a lot of gray area there given that they intend to go seven seasons that they intend to go so long and the contracts will be for just as long it's it's hard to imagine a scenario wherein guys like Puma, Mil Muertes, mm. um, the trios, I mean, the really good guys, the guys that we talk about all the time, will be signed indefinitely. But is it possible, but is it possible that, um, you know, if, if this all gets canceled, the, all this arguing goes for nothing? Because that, that, that means that they can just sign to, uh, with another oh, obviously, promotion. Yeah. Works. yeah, obviously, it's all for nothing if it all gets canceled. Because that would be but it. We don't know yet. And we already know that they have plans of continuing. Mm-hmm. And just, they, maybe, it's maybe just not a matter of when. Or, or where. Yes. Maybe not in El Rey. Maybe not in Boyle Heights. Oh, okay. Yumpa. All right. Let's talk about Raw now. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Raw was Raw was actually tight this week. I, yes. I enjoyed it. It's been tight lately. Yeah. Uh, wrestling was solid um, all around. Storylines were advanced. No, I, I think what I like best about storylines uh, for this episode was almost every storyline... Oh, let's make a sound. Okay. Yeah. Every don't, don't touch it. Yes. So what I liked about Raw this week was that every storyline basically got punched uh, a ticket to SummerSlam. 
Almost mm. every storyline now has lang. a match. Two weeks na until SummerSlam. No, kasi diba nasanay na rin tayo na the week of SummerSlam, you kind of know that this match is happening, but you're not sure. Yeah. But at least now we know. Like, the only storyline left hanging right now um, would be Owen Cesaro and Orton Sheamus. Yun lang yung wala pang announced mm. match, but it's all but uh, all, all but sure you at this point. You know what I really want for that? I just wish they'd go, uh, just put them all in a four-way for the number one contendership. For summer, so. Yeah, why not? You save, One, you two, save three, time. Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you allow for more opportunities for things to be done. Yep. At this point, who would you uh, peg as the pre-show match? Because I'm putting my money on the tag team championships being dumped on the pre-show. Uh, I again. don't think so. I don't think so. Not this time. Um, no, at this point, yeah. Really? Yeah, so you can't put uh, Amel on the pre-show. You're no, not going to put, put Kevin Amel. Owens and Randy Orton in the pre-show either. Yeah. Maybe Sheamus. No, no, no. Sheamus no. or Money in the Bank on the pre-show? Not going to happen. See, Seth never got that treatment. Neither did Ziggler or, or Brian, diba? What's Wade Barrett doing? <laughs> He's in the Amel match. Oh, yeah. Diba? Parang wala eh. Parang wala eh. What, oh. Divas in the pre-show? Puta, mag-give Divas a chance na naman yan. At that point, mm. no, I, I can see one Divas match happening in the pre-show if they're gonna have two. But if, we don't, at this point, we don't even know what they're doing it. No, the Divas have a three-way, uh, yeah, no, no, no. three-team three match, Lana, elimination match. Jesus, Lana, for no. what? Lana, for what's nothing. his name? Uh, uh, Lana. No, Dolph is appearing after SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay, so they're unless not he makes a surprise appearance next. So week. Lana Summer Rae is not happening at the pre-show. Mm. No way. At, at, at this, Lana Summer Rae is happening in the pre-show. Diba? Please, no. It looks like the uh, f- fatal four-way tag team match is going to be bumped in the pre-show. No, it's fine. You give them enough time. Because there are four they're teams. They're... They have like, what, 20 minutes to work on the and pre-show. It's a, and it's an elimination match. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, it, it, feels, it, it feels right. Uh, I think at this point, say, you're looking at the pre-show mm. as a demotion. Ane. But which it's not. It really sh- which it is nominally. Nominally, yes. But when you consider it's the kind of stuff that can, that can go on in the pre-show. And how much time you actually do have. Yeah. Actually, when the pre-show started being broadcast. But at the dark match. Actually, it's really what? An, an extra hour for an the extra pay-per-view? Yeah, it's an extra Technically, hour. it's like what? The pay-per-view is now five hours? Yeah. Um... It, Ever since they started showing pre-shows on the WWE Network, narinig din yan. Oh, God. Really? pick up. Even when you scratch, pick up din siya. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what was that? Oh, ever since they started showing uh, the pre-show on, on the WWE Network, we've been actually getting more quality matches featuring the likes of Barrett, Sheamus, Cesaro. Yeah. So, it, it's not so much to complain about. It's just that, you know, when you have such a stacked card, medyo naalangan ka parang, I kind of don't want to see this on the pre-show. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it's, I know. Not in the What? You know? What are you going to say? No, I was going to say that maybe the, the pre-show would be, here's a good match or, or a match some people would like to see but others won't. Yeah. Like a technical match that... Not necessarily. A lower card match that others might want to see but others then don't want to see. Uh-huh. So you it's like put not it essential there, so to you the get big, it out of the way. Yeah. Right. It's so not essential whoever, to the big Yeah, whoever picture. wants to watch it will watch in the pre-show. Which mm. is kind of sad, though, don't you think? But no, it, but it, people it do watch the pre-show. Eh? Yeah, it, it makes the pre-show, like, what? An, a, a really legitimate extra hour of, of the paper. But it, it has been. They have their own vignettes now. And they have the panel discussion and 
wait, maybe one good match. Yeah, but they do have those video packages that you know, would get replayed on the main show anyway. Like, I would say that the only time the pre-show was really like, sobrang wow, tangana can't miss. Um, in recent uh, in recent pay-per-views, was WrestleMania, when you had the armbar and the tag team championship match in the pre-show. Which was surprising. I think at this point, the pre-show is just a marketing tactic yeah, to... Hype. No, not the hype. But it's an extra hour of the pay-per-view, but avoiding saying that it's that the pay-per-view is either four or five hours. Because it's a tune-out factor. Yeah, in fact, oh my God, I have to watch a pay-per-view for four hours. But I only used to do that at WrestleMania. Right, right. Now you have to do it for every show. Exactly. Yeah, so for those who want to watch it, okay, you watch it, you're not going to miss anything important. Yeah. But if you... I don't know. Yeah, you know, I already said it. Right. Um, shame, uh, shame, Mr. Loy. John Cena and Seth Rollins is set for SummerSlam. It's been confirmed. Um, He's been medically cleared. Yeah, it's been medically cleared. What are your thoughts on this? I. Okay. okay With, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. No, 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 it's good. I, I, it was unfortunate, though. But it, it worked out for Rollins well. Yeah. Uh, he gets really the match. Did, yeah. He gets the match. He looks no, he, more vicious. He, did, yeah, he looks stronger coming into this thing than he did at, like what three weeks ago. But are we scared still about the possibility of John Cena winning both championships? I mean, this I, is where the gear comes okay, in. Okay, okay, we're, we're talking about we're talking about the the doomsday scenario wherein Super Cena becomes double champion. Jay Lethal. No, no, wait, wait. Light. First of all, first of all, Jay Lethal White. There. No, first of all, <laughs> what is more scary? The fact that Cena might win, or the scenario that Cena wins, uh-huh. or Sheamus cashes in and wins. Ako yung the scenario that Cena wins. Really? Because the scenario See, that Cena ra- wins. No, no, I would no, much I, rather I have not. Cena be do- double champion than have Sheamus be champion. Okay, in... Parang what, lesser in, of two what, evils. I think that Sheamus being champion will be saved for later in the year, like... Probably when? For no, quarter, no, 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 that's the thing. No. It's if you're gonna do shock value, if they're going for shock value, now is the time. But why Sheamus and why at SummerSlam? You get what I mean? Because he said Rollins, you because... could understand it. Now he was he was a star that they could push for the future. But as he's Sheamus, he's just reserve bullet. You know what I mean? You parang pwede mo lang ilabas at plug and play as champion kung kailan mo trip. Pero I don't think SummerSlam is that time. Me neither, but. We don't follow WWE logic, but we don't understand it. So I'm only assuming that this is happening. Because if I don't, first of all, are we uh, are we really believing that Rollins will walk away as double champion? No, no, I'm not. No, why? The reason how my my reason is if they're gonna make him double champion and they're gonna do it now, and Sheamus, okay. Sheamus. Let's take out Sheamus from the picture first. Oh, oh. Let's play with the three scenarios of... Okay, no cash in situation. Let's discuss it. Let's, see, let's see, go all see. out all for right, this right. already. First, Cena the wins. first, Cena wins. We've, okay. dis- we've touched on that a bit. If Cena leaves as double champion, what's the point of this shirt? That's one theory. That's one theory. But also, at the that, same yeah. time, how inane is it to have Cena as double champion... To be the first man to do it, to be the first, you know, all of these firsts Why would for you have him. A shirt, though? That's and, 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 but the biggest thing is, 
why would you print a shirt so soon if that was oh, nga, eh, diba? Parang, and that's that's big picture that's big picture argument counter argument why are we thinking so much about the goddamn t-shirt Cause it, no, because because no, no, no because there's merch a, sales no no, no 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 not just that there's a precedent it happened for wrestlemania he made a new shirt with a u.s title that's so it's one thing. thing. It's a thing. He kept it for so long, so that Wait, sales. Wait, was the shirt released before Mania? After. After. Right after. The As raw he after. Came out, the raw. The raw after, after Mania. He had a new shirt. Ah, that means it was already premeditated and yes. Yes. Right, 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 right. So, so the president can. The shirt predetermines the outcome. Yeah, if you Basi- about, if, if you, you have that it, kind of info on the shirt, like fifteen times or the, the championship. Yeah, the championship belt. belt. Okay. It's a dead giveaway, and the thing is. Cena merch moves. That's uh, true. Right. Like a motherfucker. And we know so why that. Why would you waste it? Why would you waste? Yeah, why would why you would waste? Why would you waste a print run? And not just not times? and not just a print run, you know, that is insignificant because the fact that they print out 15 times means this is he's not winning this one. You're keeping it away from him for a while because Good lord, a, a John Cena print run is at least two, three months. I think the main oh. lo- question of logic is regardless of whether he's winning or losing, why come up with a shirt with this info right before the show? I don't know. And that's, and that's a big thing because. Kind of whose idea was this? But what if, what if, um, what if it, the t shirt is a red herring? No, 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 it's, it's never. It's it's a money issue at the end of the day. I mean, MDJ's talked about it on Best for Business that T-shirt sales do influence outcomes, popularity, and it gauges, and it's a real thing. And it's not like oh, no, it's not like real sports like the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl where each team's fan base has a shirt ready to come out in case they the win. team wins. It's not like it's that. It's not like that. Because in this sport, everything is premeditated. Exactly. With the exception of John Cena's nose breaking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so parang, why would you waste money, you say, on something you can control? Exactly. So, logic, big picture logic already eliminates that scenario. And that I'm Cena Vince. Wins. I am, let's say I'm frugal as Vince. Yeah. And as he's bleeding money because of Hogan. Yes. Right. Okay. So we, okay, that's, we, that's so that's, uh, we've eliminated that's, scenario. that's scenario number one. That's out of the picture. Cena does not win. Like, that is the least obvious scenario. Scenario, scenario two, two Seth is wins. Seth wins. That, that's a oh, headache okay, in no. itself. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. But then playing a former ROH champion in a blatantly ROH move, move yeah. is petty as fuck. And that's but as it works low. It. It, works, it, works it works. But it's just such a low blow. Now, here's the thing, though. The the fan the main the majority of the WWE universe will not know that it's an ROH move because I didn't know because yeah, yeah, I don't watch know. ROH you don't watch ROH I know even though uh, the the fan uh, you know even though the majority of Rollins fans will know because I'm sure they watch they, ROH. they know that he was Tyler Black no 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 not just that I'm sure they know the goings on of ROH and but the thing is if Vince is willing to stick it to ROH that hard good god not only is it, know, if, 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 if the only reason for him booking this entire feud is to stick it to ROH that is petty as fuck I, I'm not gonna say this uh, I'm not gonna say this uh, just to be you know anti-Cena winning but I'm gonna say this because it sounds like a good idea it is it, it is. is 
Because what? <laughs> Rollins, putting Rollins in that profile? Oh, oh, p- putting Rollins in that position falls in line with recent SummerSlam booking. Nah, no, oh, that's true. Shocking. Yeah. Last year, you had Brock squashing Cena. And then the year before, you had Brian Daniel Bryan winning. winning and then Orton cashing in. Yeah. So why not do... If they did something radical with this... They're going to pull it, the trigger it, it here. It follows the pattern. But wouldn't the pattern also be followed if you had scenario number three with Sheamus cashing in? No, 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 no. We're not, we're not talking about that uh, yet. Any scenario the, number Scenario two. number three is a Nobody double wins. X out, nobody wins. Okay, yeah, yeah. Interference from somebody... Okay, that, I think it's, it's the most plausible that's, scenario. That's, 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 that's the very most honest. Plausible that's scenario. Most, that, uh, in wrestling WWE logic, that is a very plausible scenario. No, but... Uh, a no, okay, a no contest, no winner... But no. for what or double reasons? Double. Or double no, 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 no. I think no, no, the no, best no. way to do no winner is double count out. Okay. Double, double count out na. Because it's not the main event. Yeah. So there's space to do... You're right. It's possible because it's not the main event. There's, there's space to do, so, to, to do a flat ending without sending the crowd home sad. Exactly. <laughs> and it opens up the possibility for a new feud for both of these right. guys. Yeah. And uh, the best way to do that, to do a no winner... Scenario is double double count out. Why see, not introduce another player? Who? I don't know. I, introduce somebody. No, that's that's it's it's not as clean as no run in and DQ are are cheap ways to finish a match. Like but you are can turning Kane. Uh, no, 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 Kane's coming back on the Raw after SummerSlam. The double count out. Say, you can spin it in so many ways. You can you can execute it in so many ways. Yeah. Nah. It tells the story well. Mm-hmm. It's not as cheap cause it, as it DQ. It doesn't feel as cheap. That's the word. It For doesn't example, feel like Cena a cop-out. If and Rollins get lost in the crowd fighting, yeah. and then they both get counted out, it doesn't make them look weak. Eh? And it, it just makes them look, what, unaware of the situation, which yeah. will need to have a match escalation for the next pay-per-view, right. yeah. which we've seen done to death. Mm. A million times no, Which over. is fine Because hey, you don't want A feud of this magnitude With stakes this high Just ending in one program right? Yes no, but, but at the same time they, it's, a, it's a program that You know Necessitates something to happen You can't have a non-finish Which Agreed. brings us to Situation X Which is Seamus cashing in Seamus cashing in I think uh, I think it doesn't happen I think uh, this scares but, me. But as it's, well. it's, it's a scenario. It's a yeah, scenario. it's a scenario. But I think it's also one that's not likely to happen. It's as unlikely to happen as John Cena winning both uh, the US and the WWE championships. Just because, yung, yung ko nga kanina na, um, they have Sheamus as a reserve bullet that they can plug and play as world champion anytime they want. But I don't think they're going to pull that trigger right now. I think that this is a move na mas gagawin pa nila fourth quarter of 2015 when they've run out of options similar to when they pulled the trigger on Daniel Bryan from 2011. Because if you recall, but Bryan became world champion after Mark Henry got injured. Mm. And, the, and Big um, Show won. <laughs> yeah, Big Show won. They, did, uh, they didn't want Big Show to be the champion, so they had no options aside from Daniel Bryan and his briefcase. So, he's again champion. So, I think this is the case with Sheamus. As much as the IWC gives him shit for being supposedly a Triple H favorite, I think Dito lang si Seamus right now. Eh. He's not he, he he's not going to be the Randy Orton. Oh of yeah, I, I get you. This I get summer you, yeah. But the thing is, Seamus Seamus cashing in feels 
I mean, if he does something during his match, which, which, whatever that match may be, as it is still undetermined as of recording, it may give him reason or, you know, something, motivation maybe, to go for Cena. You know, I think the ending of Raw in the sense that John Cena wasn't in the picture. You had a match between Randy Orton and Seth Rollins, and then Sheamus messed up the messed up the finish because it opens up the door for both Orton and Sheamus to challenge Rollins. Yeah. So it could have set up uh, a triple threat between all three guys, or oh the one scenario na uh, Orton versus Sheamus for the number one contendership against uh, against uh, the winner of Rollins Cena. It could have been good um, in in that respect. Uh, so yon. Um, any other thoughts about on on like Yung, yung possible scenarios like fantasy booking fantasy booking this shit or, or, or implications I just want to let it play out nah, to be honest with you actually I was interested in, uh, I, I kind of wished Cena wasn't cleared yet just to see what they would do with it yeah but uh, I understand that they needed him either right. way mm-hmm. hmm no I'm good um it's just Okay, so lightning round, what scenario would you want to go for? Obviously, Rollins winning. Yeah, Rollins winning. Rollins winning. But the realistic situation is? Uh, um, no finish. No finish, but I think it's possible then uh, no, that Rollins does win. Uh, for me, the no finish makes the most sense, but my gut says they pulled the trigger with Rollins just because. All right. The shirt is the dead No, it baffles the mind why they would do that. Right. So close win, to SummerSlam. Win, win or lose, eh? It uh. baffles the mind. Yeah. What if they pulled it out, the the raw right after SummerSlam? Yeah, puede pa. No, puede pa. But if... It no. just feels off. That, that's the thing, eh? It no, feels thing. so off. It tells me that w- Cena isn't winning, no matter what. Uh-huh. It's just weird that they would do it Give give a result away. Yeah, before the show. Okay, um, you've got a better pulse on on the internet wrestling community than in either of us here. Oh. Are there other people who are talking about this possibility or this this uh, this fail? Um, etong etong supposed uh, leak. I know. I haven't actually heard. Uh, it hasn't made waves yet. Maybe possibly because. Uh, we're the only conspiracy no no no, 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 no. He hasn't shown up on Raw with it yet. Yeah, but he showed up on Tough Enough. Yeah, yeah but, you know. Tough Enough is non-canon. No, no, that's not the point. It, uh, it's just that, I don't know, I've seen, I haven't seen anyone talk about it. Wow. Okay. This this surprises me. Because I, I would have expected people to actually talk about it, you know what I mean? Uh, me too, me too. But uh, they're still talking about how terrible Tough Enough is. Right. Okay. Uh, tough Enough, they're down to like final five at that. Two two women and three men. Does it even matter? No. Not, None of them are going to make a roster. Some of them true. might no, show one, up on NXT. One, one guy might. See, Josh. I actually I actually like his chances. But anyway, uh, I'd rather not talk about Tough Enough. We're going to take a quick breather. And then uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to our guests for this week. We've got the PWR champion, classical Brian Leo. And uh, the jack-of-all-trades of the Royal Flush, Cutthroat John Sebastian, right after that interview, will be talking about Mark D. Manalo. Or we'll be talking to Mark D. Manalo of Beer Prom D. Well, and we're then, talking about him, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that's a very good point, Camus. And when we wrap this baby up, we'll be giving you our picks of the week. And uh, we'll see you at PWR Live right after that. Stay tuned! 
episode 73 of the SGP podcast rolls on. It's PWR week on the show. And what better way to kick off PWR week than with the Philippine Wrestling Revolution champion himself, classical Brian Leo of the Royal Flush. Hello. I'm sure it is a pleasure for you to have me back. I miss you, Ro. I miss you too, Brian Leo. <laughs> what? No love for the guy who signs your paychecks? <laughs> oh, man. I love you for your money, but I assure you it is a love that will never die. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about love for your announcer, the guy who announced your victory at Revolution X as the as the second ever PWR Wasn't champion? That, that must have been your greatest moment, just announcing classical Brian Leo as the new PWR champion. And wasn't it great that JDL as the first inaugural PWR champion, the inaugural PWR champion, yet also the shortest reigning PWR <laughs> champion? Can you imagine that? Well, we've only had two, so yep. And you're only gonna need two, baby. <laughs> So, also joining Brian Leo tonight inside the podcast, we've got his perfect 10. Perfect 10. No, man, that was no, that's Max. Max. Oh, that's that's Max. Max. He's the yeah. jack of all trades. The that's jack what, of all trades. That's why he doesn't right. love you. Yeah. Well, anyway. Once again, my love for your money will never die. <laughs> they call him the jack of all trades. Cutthroat John Sebastian is also here with us inside the podcast. Hey, what's up, Sam? What's up? What's up, bro? Hey, Thomas, I heard you got fired from your announcing job. Oh, shit. Was it because Stan found your stash of homosexual gorilla porn? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's, it's all right. You know, I, I told you before, you don't have to go gorilla. There's a lot of big man homosexual porn out there. Must you mention bestiality in this, in this thing, man? I mean, really? Wait, wait, do we, do, do it's we, the one thing we haven't touched on. I'm actually so, not sure if we're breaking it. But, but I, I, I guess, guess we, we broke it now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, actually, I w- we were saving this for the end of the show. Um, I will no longer be continuing as PWR's announcer. For a moment there, I thought you were coming out, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, we'll touch on that later. I mean, let's not make this about me. We're here to talk to you guys. So, <laughs> hey, we'll how's, it been? how's it been? I mean, how's it been since Can the last time we saw, we saw you guys? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, they were on the radio earlier. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. On they were live radio? Can you imagine mm-hmm. that? On the nationwide radio. Nationwide? nationwide. Wait, time. wait. The, the reach of 94.7 is nationwide? Yes. Yes. With no, the over the, the internet. Yeah. That's internet. right, that's right. No, over right. the internet. internet. It's 2015. Yeah, by the way, live radio. So, to my old high school, suck on that! <laughs> <laughs> so, how was it to... Wow. No, no, I think it was John Sebastian's first ever time to go on live mm-hmm. national radio. So, how was it being on radio without being able to cuss? Oh, man, I wanted to cuss so bad. I, I have a potty mouth, I'll admit that. And I wanted to cuss Bombay out so much. I, I, there were tears coming out of my face. He was really at loss for words, not because he didn't have any words to say, he just couldn't say them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But once again, how was your time, brother? Fun time, right? Uh, to be honest with you, after Revo X, there was like a month just training. Because I know I was going to piss Bombay off with the crap I pulled. And the crap I pulled again, and again, and again, and again. You have to give it to John Sebastian for having a degree of self-awareness. Like, he knew he was in trouble. Yeah, yeah. He was in for something. Yeah, I was training. I was training on the on the mountains, in the fields, you know, carry. Of course I didn't train on the fields. Come on. I wasn't carrying water up the stairs. Of course not, because there were too many typhoons around the, around the country for you to be training in the fields, man. Come on, man. Look, and look, look. It, you, a lot of you might think that, you know, Bombay Swords is going to kill a bitch. No, 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 no. 
They say he's the heart and soul of PWR. I promise you, John Sebastian will take his heart, rip it into 20 pieces, and put it in his dirty mouth and have him shit it out. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's that vicious. That, that's, that's, that's a visual well, image that's, that's, I don't want to see. Of course, because Bombay looks disgusting. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go back to the bridge, under the bridge where he lives, you know, feed. What, feed. under the LRT? Yeah. Well, is it the LRT? I thought it was always near the Pasig River. <laughs> That's the MRT. Uh, well, uh, you can never differentiate the dirty modes of transportation anyway. Wait, I want to ask, uh, since it's the first time we'll have John Sebastian back on the podcast. Since In quite some time. Since his first appearance, no, no. Yeah, since this his first appearance against Ralphie Mabayashi at... Before Revolution X. I just want to ask, how... Or how how early did you guys plan to do the 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 ending or the 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 game plan to get Brian Leo the 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 championship? Oh yeah, let's get this trending. Let's call it the the Revolution X happy ending. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hashtag God. Hashtag Revolution X oh, happy ending. Have a happy trail for a reason for a reason, and then led to a very big happy ending. <laughs> hey. So let's let's get into that. I mean, we. We know that was it that? was premeditated. Oh, was that to some the plan? Ever since, uh, just in, you know, in the in the event Brian Leo won, which he did the the match against Mayhem Brannigan. Well, or was you, it a spur of the moment thing that night? I wouldn't want to say it was a spur of a moment thing, but once again, going into that thing, I didn't know I was gonna get a chance to wrestle for the title. When I had the chance, you yeah. know, we were thinking of as many loopholes as we could to actually take the advantage and put the title around someone with class. Because if you look at that main event, as great of a match as it was, great match, really incredible match. In the end, that title wasn't meant to go to them. Look at them. I mean, look at Bombay. I mean, if you if you look at the difference between a bucket of shit and Bombay, you know what the big difference is? You look at the bucket. That's it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I've been trying. I've been trying to get uh, Brian Leo in the uh, in the podcast for quite some time because I just have to get this out. As a promoter, it really pissed me off that you Good invoked move. your championship that you invoked your championship match right then and there. Could you not have given me any time to okay, at least okay. promote a okay. good match between you and JDL? Let, okay, let me explain this. All right, fine. I can understand as a promoter, you have every right to be upset. But look at it this way. Put yourself in my position knowing you could have had at any time you wanted it. And that's your fault. That, that's, those that's, are your, that's words. your words. Those were your words. Wouldn't you have done what I did? Honestly. Take nothing away from those two. Take nothing away from me. But if you were me, right. would you not have done what I did? No, no, I, I totally agree that you made sense from where you were coming from. It's just, you know, from a business standpoint, it really hurts me. In your it, business standpoint, it hurts but not my in mine. <laughs> my bank account increased. My teacher tells went up when I won that thing. You kidding me, man? I made tons of money when I won that. That was a smart thing on my end. So let's my fast end. forward. Let's fast forward. PWR Live happening in two days from, um, from the time we're recording this. What's on your mind as you prepare to take on JDL in your first official uh, def- championship defense? Well, the first ever championship. Well, no, second, no, second, second. Second, second ever. Second because, ever. Yeah, because, you know, the first one didn't go so well, right? For some people. <laughs> Did it, John? Oh, of course not. It, it was horrible for JDL. It was horrible what happened after after they put their bodies on the line, battered and bruised, while they were using their muscles and their bodies. We were using the most important muscle of the body, the brain. <laughs> yeah, the brain is not a muscle. It's an organ. It's an organ, yeah. I, I have an organ. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you do. I'm sure you do, John. <laughs> 
Right, so going back, you know, before, before John Sebastian took this uh, interview to a very immature level, what's on your mind as you prepare for this rematch against JDL? How are you preparing to take on the Senorito? The same I always do, prepare to win. That's what I always do. I always prepare to win. I never go in there pretending I'm going to do my best to get the best out, 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 out of myself. No, I'm going there to win. I'm going to walk in as champion. I'm going to walk out as champion as by any means necessary. And I will do it with any way I need to. Cheat or whatever. I will do what I have to do to win. So you've said you're coming in with a game plan to win. Yes. Do you have a plan B? Plan B? No, there is no plan B because I'm going to win. Okay. No, but I, I really have to ask. Are you prepared for just JDL because you never know you never know Bombay might come out things like that might go come down come out shit shit you mean will. the guy who got buried in chairs in the, in the last show he's coming out <laughs> he's coming out what's your sin <laughs> no but think about it think about it voice. there are you're, you have the target on your back right now mm. <laughs> you have made zero friends outside of John Sebastian Scarlet and Main Max, who we're not even sure if he's coming to the show. That's not true. Ken Warren is a very good friend. Very good. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're, we're going there. We're going there. No. Yes. No. Okay. So, okay. You have, you have a friend in Ken Warren. Who, how many people are you going to screw over just to get what you want? As many as I need to. And simply because, like I said, this is a business. And I'm looking out for my best interests. For myself and the flesh's best interests. All right. Uh, let's talk to John Sebastian because I know that there's a lot on his mind as well. We've mentioned the fact that he's got some beef with Bombay Suarez. They're going to be duking it out in a grudge match at PWR Live. And how does it feel to have to go up against the guy who trained you, basically, and taught you everything you know inside the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, Bombay taught me some things like, you know, improper body hygiene, for one thing. Um, but to be honest with you, I've known a lot of things. I've spent some time in Japan, you know. But here's the thing. You have Bombay. Some people, like Smart Henry, put it this way. Bombay was master, I'm student. In the same way, I'm a PlayStation 4. Bombay is an Atari. <laughs> an old, broke-ass Atari. Yeah, and I'm going I'm to put Bombay and his teaching skills and everything he taught me, I'm going to put them all where they belong, in the toilet. And then I'm going to flush it. And then I'm going to laugh. But let's be serious for a moment. Bombay is going to be a big challenge. Uh, I, I've been training because I know he was going to challenge me. He was going to challenge me. He was going to be so pissed. And that's the only reason why I'm not on PHX. Because, to be honest with you, I, I could have made weight if I wanted to. Mm. But I had to deal with Bombay. But did you know that you were actually going to get into this situation with Bombay when you attacked him? Like, did you ever consider that possibility? Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, again, as I said, Revolution X, that was business. Right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Business. Yeah, that was business. Toy-Con, that was pleasure, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Stop laughing. We almost had to pay for that Hulkbuster. 
Yeah, I was there. I, I actually had to talk to a lot of people, smooth out some egos, just to make sure that that Hulkbuster didn't get us in trouble, right? You know, I make a lot of money as champion, but not that much money. Okay, that Hulkbuster looks expensive. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, I, I kind of have to put some of that on you, John Sebastian. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we so... Didn't break it, though. No, 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 we did not break it. Thankfully, no, you didn't break it. We did not break it. So PWR Live, um, what what else is going through your mind as, you know, uh, we're, we're only two days away and aside from the PHX tournament and the big championship rematch at PWR Live, your match is one of the main attractions on the card. How does that make you feel? To be honest with you, I'm, I'm so scared. I, I'm shaking my little space boots. I'm going to go up against the bitch killer. No, I'm not. I'm going to come in, I'm going to beat up Bombay, slap him around some, you know, bring him near the chick so he can be near a woman for once. And and then I'm going to slap him around some more, put his ring, uh, put his ass back in the ring, hit him with a kill shot, maybe hit him with two, I don't know, maybe, maybe you know. And then pin him, one, two, three, go back out to the back, have some fun, do some bitches. Bitches for that. Sorry, no? And then accompany me to the ring. <laughs> And watch me, front row and center, destroy Jake DeLeon. Uh, yeah, um, to be honest with you, when, when Kamasa asked if there was a plan B, yeah, there, there is a plan B. I, I've planned that far ahead for you, man. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a plan B. And that is win some more, baby! <laughs> Speaking of win some more, uh, I want to ask, uh, John Sebastian, do you have any plans of competing for the PHX Championship? Tournament, to be honest with you, the thought has crossed my mind, bro. Okay. The thought has crossed my mind. And then I remember, there is no way in hell that Ken Warren is losing this PHX tournament. Really? So, yeah. so uh, is it safe to say that Ken Warren is your, your the both of your picks to win? Or the, I, I would dare say that he's the official bet of the Royal Flush at this point. Uh, hashtag Team Warren. Definitely. The... Warren would, would be the ideal member to be in the flush if he wanted to accept my offer. So there's, there's an offer. There's an offer on the table. There's exclusive. Yeah, that's no like, breaking news. It's a secret. The offer has always been there. All right. And it will be there till he accepts it. It's only a matter of time. I promise you. All right. But he made Brian. I think Brian Leo made this offer right here in the podcast. Yes, yeah. I did. Oh, if you recall, yeah, the very first time that. we were there. Yeah. Right. On, right. Man. So for the benefit of listeners who've never heard that episode yet, and for those who've only heard this podcast, uh, th- this podcast episode, why Ken Warren? Because he's Ken fucking Warren. Look. Like somebody once said, there are two people in this world. Those who like Ken Warren and those who can go fuck themselves. <laughs> that sounds like a Arshangalia quote. No, that wasn't him. Okay. Well, sounds like something he would he, say. So, something he would say, but that's because he's smart. But ideally, look at what Warren has it all. I mean, he's got style. He's athletic. He's a great technician in the ring, a great tactician in the ring. And Warren goes there to win. He knows what business is and he knows what he has to do to get done. That, that's pretty much all the qualities that the flush has. It's funny that you mentioned that Ken Warren is out there to win, but when you look at his win-loss record, he's only won one match. And according to the Smart Henry PWR heat check, <laughs> and I just I, I just looked this over before Good publishing God. it tonight, Ken Warren's last win on a PWR show was in September 2014 at Renaissance. He hasn't won a match since then, so how can you say that Ken Warren is a winner compared to the rest of the stars on the roster? Well, you look at it this way. I mean... A lot of people think the moment they lose, they're failures. Sometimes it takes losing to make you more motivated to get what you need. 
Michael Jordan got cut from a lot of basketball teams before he became the greatest of all time. I promise you, Ken Warren is definitely one of the best in PWR, and there is no doubt in my mind he will walk out of that tournament as PHX champion. So why hasn't he said yes to the invitation from the Royal Flush yet? Well, not everyone can have, have the best judgment all the time. But he has, his, he has his reasons, I'm sure, and I think he's probably trying to make himself more worthy to get into the flush, which I'm sure he will be doing very soon. And once again, as soon as he finds himself worthy, he offers here. The question I need to ask, though, is, mm. is Ken, if Ken Warren does accept your invitation, is he coming in as the 10 or as your 9? He's the 10. No, because Wait, Max, no, Max is, Max is, the, is 10, yeah. the 10. Max is the 10 right now. Is he coming in as a 10 or as a future 9 or an ace even? Warren will get the spot he deserves whether anyone likes it or not. Whether it be ace, whether it be a 9, whether it be whatever, he will get his spot. Last question. Then. Yeah, last question. My last question is to Brian Leo. Uh, I've noticed that you've been debuting new moves. Like last show, you debuted the painful classical wreckage. Are we going to see something new uh, on this Saturday? Um, you look at it this way, man. I mean, the, most, the best thing a fighter can be is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the more you have to show, the, l- the harder it is to predict how to train for a person. At this I, point, I know JJ is going to be coming at me with an and drop, probably. Mm. Going to try to do the, all those cartwheels, all of that flippy stuff, whatever. <laughs> he can cartwheel all around the ring for all I care. It doesn't change the fact. I will trip him and take the title. All right, fair enough. Thank you very much. Our first guests for this week's episode of the SGP Podcast, uh, Classical Brian Leo, your PWR champion, and Cutthroat John Sebastian, both of them from the Royal Flush. We'll see you boys on Saturday. And it is for your own good. All right, we got to thank uh, the PWR champion, classical Brian Leo and cutthroat John Sebastian for joining us this week on the podcast. Now, let's clarify some things first, and this is something I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to uh, wear both hats here, not just not- as podcast host, but as the GM of PWR. Let's clarify the terms of being uh, a competitor in the Philippine Hybrid X Division. Which, you know, we're doing the, we're about to talk to a guy who might just qualify for it, Mr. Mark DiManalo, waiting outside. Yeah, for as long as he makes the wait. Because the thing about the so PHX division yes, is, wait. there has to be the a target weight. weight. Right, the target weight is 180 pounds, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyone, so that, that qualifies for, it's, it's not really a cruiserweight type of thing, no, right? No, it's not, no. It's even no, lighter than cruiserweight. Right, because <laughs> if you remember the cruiserweight rules in WWE, it was 220 pounds, blah, uh, blah, blah. But we're Asian. <laughs> yep, that's also true. Genetics has, has failed us. Uh, the, the one thing that <laughs> separates we're not genetically inferior. It's just it's just it's normal for now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're trying to you know make our bones yet so far. <laughs> the yeah. one thing that we we have to straighten out about uh, about the Philippine Hybrid X Division is all styles are welcome. It's the reason why the operative term is hybrid. Kaiti AJ Styles. Yeah. yeah. All styles are welcome. <laughs> Joey Styles. Oh, pwede rin yun. <laughs> no, but I, I mean the Shaila comp- Styles. Hey! That took me Porn longer than it should have Yeah, Jesus Christ. Right. I was like, a beat. 
too long. <laughs> anyway, well, I, I mean, I mean, the biggest, the biggest reason that people should be watching it is because of it's the clash of styles. Yeah. Right. So that's gonna happen at PWR Live. Now, uh, enough about us rambling on about PHX. Let's talk to another one of the competitors who will be joining us and who we'll, we'll be seeing live right in front of us. Uh, Beer Prom, these Mark D Manalo and Mike Abayan will join us in just a bit. Our second guest this week inside the podcast is another friend of the SGP podcast team. He's also Micah Babayan and one of the most popular stars of Philippine wrestling revolution, hailing from San Juan, Batangas. Mark D. Manalo of Beer Promdi is inside the booth. How's it going, MDM? Uh, I just lang naman ikaw. Kamusta ka, Kabayan? Ro? Kamusta, kamusta? Kamus, kamusta ka dyan? pala? Huh? Yung chika pala? Yeah, I'm also from San Juan, Batangas. Kaya nga kabayan ko si Mark D. Manalo. So, anong, anong, anong bago sa'yo since Revolution X? It's been three months since hindi ka namin nakita. So, anong bago? Uh, anong bago? Uh, medyo natututo na ako dito sa Maynila. Ayun, uh, nakasakay ako ng tren. Anong tren? Uh, MRT, daming tao. Ka- ng- Papasok ko estudyante, lalabas ka mandirigma. <laughs> <laughs> Mabuti, DPNR yung sinakyan mo. Ay, nako, baka Spartan na ako doon pag ganun. <laughs> so, kumusta naman si Kanto Terror? An- anong, anong nagawa niya para sa'yo habang uh, you know, you're getting used to yung, yung buhay dito sa Maynila? Um, pwede ba yung sabihin dito? Uh, kasi parang ano yun eh. Beer house. <laughs> Sige, pwede. Oh, pwede, pwede. Yun nga, lagi siya nainom. Tapos minsan, niimbita ako. Tapos yun, pupunta kami. Pero, konting inom lang kasi kailangan ng tagatid eh. Minsan pa, nag-aamok yun. Kaya, ayun. So, Sa, ilang ilang patay hindi na kayo na-blacklist? Eh, di ko, di ko alam eh. Siya lang nabablacklist, hindi ako. Kasi, ano eh, alam mo naman ako, mabait naman akong tao eh. Uh, medyo may pagkainosente pa ako kaya siya lang yung siya lang yung naipag-away hindi ako pag-usapan natin yung yung huli yung match ni Kando Terror nung, nung Revolution X <laughs> natalo nyo dalawang team yeah uh, that was the first ever three-way elimination tag match at nagwagi kayo laban sa Fighters for Hire at sa DualShock so an- um, an- ano yung naramdaman ninyo nung nanalo kayo nung match na yun Sa totoo lang, eh, nagulat ako. Siyempre, dalawang tag team yun na magagaling. Tita mo, si Sandata, si Peter Bersosa, dalawang athletic, tsaka magagaling lumipad. Tapos, yung fighters for hire. Walang awa yun. Kita mo ba ginawa sa akin ni Miguel Rosales? Actually, yeah, I was about to bring that up. Pare, you got hit a lot maraming, that ano, match. Maraming, maraming slam yun. You got hit hard that match. What, 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 how, how is your body after such a grueling match? Because, you know, somebody goes through a match like that, medyo mahirap mag-recover ka agad. Sa But totoo, three months, three months, how is how are you doing? Sa totoo lang, may mga ano pa rin eh. May bakas pa rin ng kahapon. Ano mo yun? Parang pag humihiga ako, parang nararamdaman ko. Ha- hawak-hawak ako sa bewang ni Miguel. Tapos... <laughs> Biglaan na babalibag eh. Alam mo yun? Kapagayon, ang lalim nun ah. May bakas pa ng kahapon. Eh, ganun talaga. Kung dito sa Maynila, may tawag na hugot ako, bakas ng kahapon. Yan. Yeah. 
Hashtag na natin. Hashtag na natin. Speaking of, bakas ng kahapon, nung una kang nakilala ng uh, mga PWR fans, isa ka lang mem- uh, audience member, di ba? Tapos tinawag ka ni Cantotero para maging partner niya. Ngayon, fast forward tayo sa PWR Live. Uh, magkakaroon tayo ng Mark D. Manalo Bootcamp Invitational. Lumapit ka sa akin at nagpresenta ka para sabihin sa akin na gusto mong i-challenge ang isang bootcamper na, na sa tingin mo ay worthy na para uh, ma-call up sa main roster. So, ano naman ang, na- ang nakain mo at naisip <laughs> <laughs> at gusto mong maghamon ng boot camper. Yeah, because you know, you have two boot campers in the room right now. Oh, and we've been giving it a lot of thought, pare. The injured K. No, this is why. But I gave it thought before. Bago na injured. Bago na injured. Okay, but ikaw, you have one good boot camper. Isip ko nga eh. Sayang ka mo sa hindi ka makasali, no? At si Romeo, kailan ka ba ka-graduate, ha? Hindi ko alam, papi. Maybe this is maybe this is your time. Oh, baka ito na yun eh. It's time to step up, dog. <laughs> baka ito na nga, baka ito na nga. Pwede ba? Pwede ba? Kahit ano. But, oh, pwede. Kahit sino. Kahit sino. sino pwede. Walang ano, walang limitasyon to. Kahit, basta nasa bootcamp ka, nagpa-enlista ka sa bootcamp, walang problema doon. Alam mo, sta, ano, Mr. C, pasensya ka na. Uh, okay lang, okay lang. Close naman kayo eh. Hindi, cordial naman tayo. May, may respeto naman, kaya pinahihintulutan ko na tawagin mo ako sa akin, na gamit ang aking pangalan. Ay. Ayun nga, Stan, eh, tawag dito. Kaya, kaya ako na naisipang mag-imbita o mag-hamon na isang bootcamper eh. Dahil nakikita ko rin yung sarili ko sa kanila. Alam mo, alam mo yun, pagkatapos mo ako isign ng kontrata nagbootcamp din ako kasama, kasama ko yung ano yung trantadong John Sebastian na yan yung magaling na si Ralph Mabayasi yung ganda ng RKO ayun na Sonic Crusher Sonic Crusher it's an RKO ayun nga tapos si si Peter Bersosa si Sandata kabatch ko rin yun medyo late nga lang akong enrollee kumbaga sa bootcamp late registration oh pero yun, ganun pa man eh yun nga, nakita ko sarili ko sa kanila. Kaya kaila, kung, kung yung PWR binigyan ako ng oportunidad, na isang hamak lang na fan, actually, lahat ng fans natin, hindi hamak ako lang nun. So, <laughs> that's true, that's true. Kung nabigyan ako ng oportunidad, bakit hindi yung mga bootcamper natin, di ba? Alam mo, tawag nga ni, ano, ni na Jake DeLeon at Bombay dito eh, paying your dues. Tapos sa sila doon at kailangan na nilang mag-step up para mapunta naman sa main roster. At ito yung ito yung paraan ko ng pagbibigay ng uh, pabor sa nagawa sa akin ng PWR para magbigay, magbigay ng oportunidad sa kanila. Yan. So, MDM, I have to ask. Bilang nanonood ka ng bootcamp, do you have a bootcamper that you'd want to face? Okay, Uh, For I mean, our listeners, our listeners may not know, but the boot campers listen to the show. Uh, Who would you want to call out, kumbaga? Ayoko sa pangalanan, pero siguro kilala na niya sarili niya eh. <laughs> may kilala ako, Kambal. Di ba nakita uh, niya? Yes. Eh. Nandun kayo. Yung Kambal, ang gagaling. Um, athletic yung dalawang yun. Tapos meron pa dun. Na, malaki siya. Uh, diba kamunga ni Panday? Oo. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit. Perto <laughs> to, okay. Yun, yun. Magaling magaling sila. Basta kahit sino, wala kumbaga yun lang yung mga naging recognizable para sa akin. Pero lahat sila masipag, uh, magagaling at 
eto na ata yung panahon nila kaya binigay ko nga to. Hindi ka ba natatakot sa posibilidad na yung bootcamper na to na hindi pa na, nakakapag-compete sa harap ng audience eh magkaroon ng upset victory? Kasi nakita na natin to in wrestling history there have been instances na meron mga fans or mga rookies who would come out and they will win their first match katulad ni Paige, katulad ni Christian, katulad ni Carlito even someone like Santino Marella. So hindi ka ba natatakot na magkaroon ka ng ganong klaseng moment dahil sa bootcamp invitational na to? Kaya nga, naghahanda rin ako eh. Kung iniisip ng karamihan na hindi ako naghahanda, uh, nagde-training ako. Kaya, i- sisiguraduhin ko na hindi ako magpapadaig. At doon sa bootcamper na yun, sana bigyan niya, bigyan niya yung mga fans. Big- bigyan natin yung mga fans ang isang magandang laban. Kaya, manalo man ako, matalo. Wala. wala. Uh, hindi sa, hindi yun importante, pero ini- para sa akin, Kung manalo man siya sa akin, at least kung nanalo at least kung nanalo siya, edi nasa ano, kumbaga pag pagdating na araw, edi sabihin niya, ay natalo ko 'yan nung una kong ano. At kung mana, mata, matalo man siya, maging sport na lang siya. Ganun din ano okay. Alright, now just a couple of questions before we let uh, Mark Di Manalo go. Let's start off uh, with this one question about the future of Beer Promdi. Kasi nung Revolution X sinabi ninyo, nung nanalo kayo sa elimination tag match, na handa na kayong maging isang tag team that will represent PWR. Gusto ninyong maging future PWR tag team champions. Habang wala pang PWR tag team championship, you have the opportunity to lead a division. Are you and Kanto Terror ready to be the faces of that division? Lagi kaming panalo no, simula nung nagsimula yung taon. To win, to win winning streak. Yeah. Tama. Ayun. So, Kaya hindi lang yun, kumbaga, hindi lang yung parang outburst lang na nasabi ko, gusto ko ma- gusto namin maging tag team champions, handa na kami. Pero sa totoo lang, handa na kami kasi yung kita mo yung chemistry namin, parang ano na, nabuo na yun. Tama, salamat. Yun. Tapos, sa division na to, marami pang mga taong pu- pu- masasali sa tag team division at handang-handa kami sa kanila. Uh, sinong, okay, so, na pag-usapan natin tag team division, yung PHX naman, uh, talaga bang hindi makasali si Mark Timonello sa PHX division, Mr. C? Well, I've uh, I've already gone through the spots and si Mark Timonello naman talaga yung nauna at nagpresenta na gusto niya magkaroon ng bootcamp. Yeah, pero in the future, pwede ba siya? So, you know, ako wala naman akong restrictions eh sa pagsali sa PHX for as long as you make the weight, kahit na you're, gonna, you're going to lose weight or you're going to bulk up, as long as you make the weight, you can be part of the PHX division. So, Mark Dimanalo, whoever wins the, ch- the tournament and the championship, if you want to be part of the PHX division, the invitation will always be open. Uh, sa ngayon, sinong manok mo sa PHX tournament? Ay, nako, yung tatlo kong kaibigan kasali rin eh. Si, ano, um, si Mayhem Branigan. Chris Panzer, tsaka si Ralph Mabayashi. So, yung tatlong yun, kahit, kahit sino manalo sa kanila, kumbaga tatlong manok ko dun. Okay. Alright. Thank you very much. Mark D. Manalo from Beer Prom D. We'll see you on Saturday. Uh, PWR Live for the Mark D. Manalo Bootcamp Invitational. Maraming salamat, kabayan. Uh, maraming salamat din. At uh, maraming salamat, Ro. Kamos. 
We're almost about done with episode 73 of the SGP podcast. Once again, we got to thank our boys from PWR, the champ, Brian Leo, Cutthroat John Sebastian, and Mark D. Manala for stopping by to give us one last look inside their heads right before we head on over to PWR Live this Saturday, August 15 at Makati Cinema Square. But before we end the podcast for reals, we got to give you our picks of the week. And if you're new to the segment, it's that time of the week when we pick the match segment promo podcast episode. Book. book. Anything that you've seen that's wrestling related for the week that, uh, that that really just stood out. So let, let's uh, have Camus over here do his pick of the week first. My pick of the week is Stephen Amell being on Raw. <laughs> finally, man. Finally. Yeah, it, it finally happened. And finally. It, and he proved why... He was, he was fit yeah. to a note. To, I mean, to we've be been in speculating. Angle. We've been speculating for so long. Is he fit? Is he match ready? I knew, spear, I knew he was. No. That spear alone is evidence enough that he's done something. I was on team weak sauce. I thought that spear was That was weak. not weak. It was weak. Yeah. It wasn't. Okay. It's, it's not. No, it's, 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 weak, it's, weak, it's weak in wrestling terms. No, 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 no. But, wait, wait. No. Okay, go. Say your piece first. If you look at it as a double leg takedown, yes, it's not weak. Yes. But if you look at it as a spear, it wasn't a spear spear. It was okay. It's it not, wasn't it a was, speary spear. <laughs> and the thing about uh, calling it what it was is Edge acknowledged it as a spear. And Right. But I thought it was a double leg takedown. Yeah. But here's the thing. What? We're judging him based on okay. Based on he didn't guest jump characters, eh? you know this. Yes, he, he I didn't know this. Jump. I know this. He didn't jump. But based on celebrity guest appearances that have been no, so significant, far, that so have been significant okay. enough, seeing a guy who is getting involved in a match do something like that—that that, you know we're yeah, already course, discussing yeah. something like this—that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, sure. I still marked out for John Stewart more. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're gonna, We're going to mark out for John the, the, Stewart more. The, the bar he'll... is set high by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yes. You never Fair. know that. Is Diva Maria Menounos? Yes. But, 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 no, for Divas. For Divas. For Divas. For Divas. For Divas. But for, okay, for men, for superstars. For male celebrities, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman is the aspirational. But Stephen Amell no, he, is... No, he has a chance to, to set to the bar higher. To set the bar higher. That's the thing. And his double-leg takedown spear showed that we have something to be excited for for SummerSlam. You know He just needs you, to get you, a you flip in hype. your spear. I saw Steven Amell. No, no, no. no. The, best, no the best part of his, uh, no, of his appearance was his uh, rope jump. Yes. yes. I agree, I agree. And th- this is the thing. I think he goes at least five, ten minutes in this match. I don't, uh, no, no, no. I don't think, I don't think ten minutes. I think he's just coming in for the hot tag and the finish. Five minutes. Maybe, Five minutes. Maybe like a little bit of heat to simula and then the hot tag and the finish. By the way, yeah. And then Neville works everything. Five else. minutes total. Five minutes total. Because, okay, as much no, as... No, he, he works with Stardust. That's, he works that, with Stardust. That's obvious. Yeah, that's, that's all we need to see. Because, okay, honestly, Stardust versus Neville is going to happen. That's the long-running feud that's going to, you know, spill over. This is gonna be fun. I'm excited. I just wish. Arrow. I just wish he didn't demand for a contract as if he was still looking for Shadow and in Lian Yu. 
Wow. You know what I don't get? I don't get why Hunter was being a dick to him. Yeah. Siya na nga yung sinaktan ni Stardust. Eh. Guess niya yun, eh, di ba? Oh, oh. Yung guess niya, tapos siya pa yung nagagalit. Oh, <laughs> that was weird. No, this is neutral Hunter who wants who wants Seth Rollins to step up. No, this is neutral Hunter who's trying to get face reactions by, you know, uh, doing, doing groundbreaking things. things. Right, right, right. It's like at the top of the show. Pero ba't siya nagagalit ka? I don't get... Hindi ko na gets... Even though he was being a dick for, being a, for the sake of being a dick. You know what makes so dicks happy? do? You know what makes no, me so he, happy? If, if Diggle and Felicity were at SummerSlam. Actually, yeah. That Diggle, would be a good touch. Oh, dude. Oh. Manager si David Ramsey na dun siya sa ano, ringside. Tapos si, si EBR na sa ringside. Like, <laughs> may, may cut away scene sa or something. That would, that would make eh, me happy. Maganda naman siya. And mm. besides, Arrow could use... Oh, EBR is with, with uh, Targdon. Colton Haynes in real life. Oh, is she? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I did not know. It's kind of sad. Well, I just started watching Arrow and Makase like last month. So, so it's, it doesn't work. But it's good. It's Roy Harper. So whatever. Anyway. Uh, is that the one that can be a wrestler? Red See? Arrow. Eh. Right. See? Yeah, right. no, he has a body for it. Yeah, he does. I just, know, I just don't know if he has the fit, uh, if he's as conditioned as si Papi Stipe. Right. Okay. Uh, you good, Camus, with your yeah, pick? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, my pick of the week was the triple threat match. Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Randy Orton. Mm. They, I, I'd like to think they pulled out all the stops for a TV match. That was actually possibly the best match on the show. Uh, yeah, I would call it Once uh, again, Cesaro is involved in the best match of the show. Which is testament to how much he's been putting in. We mm. should be making a, ca- a counter divide. Like, oh, okay. weeks running. Four, four weeks? Yeah. Four, four weeks, weeks running. running. Cesaro's had the best match yeah. on the show. Shit. No, no, he wasn't. He hadn't had a match last week. Whatever. That? Can he we... showed up on this TV. Ah, right. There, Which right. was also a really good segment. Yeah, it was. Not the best part, but really I good I like segment. that they're making him come out in the suit now. Yeah. That's Actually, good. for those of you who don't know. You should know. Cesaro stole that shit from Classical That's Brand Video. He did. <laughs> he kind of did. Look back the tape from Renaissance last year. And he did. came out. In exactly the same suit. And they look alike. Yeah. They look alike. I like Except, that it reminds you know, he has a beard now. It reminds me very much of Jason Statham. The mm. yung kanyang look with the, sh- with the shades. It was so professional. And it re- also reminds me of yung article about Cesaro uh, on WWE.com, The Professional. And they should totally milk that gimmick. Because that's Cesaro now. If you put someone in a suit, you're pushing him. Okay, okay, let's, let's run down um, Evolution. Yeah, Ric Flair. Ric the, Flair. Miz. the Miz. The Miz. Um, Not John Cena, because John Cena is John always Cena wearing. John Cena is always, yeah. Right. George suit. Rollins. Rollins, Rollins, Rollins yeah, did yeah, the suit yeah. thing Rollins when he got his thing. push. Right. Um, Mark Henry. Batista, no Mark Henry. Oh, yeah, Mark that's Henry. Yeah, that's right, that's right. When he got his push. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's a lot. That's that's a case study. Well, Matt in Hardy itself. had a suit for a while. When when in TNA? MVP MVP had suits. Yeah. yeah. No no no. Matt Hardy's uh, main event push in ROH. He was wearing a suit. Oh yeah, he was. I, yeah, I do actually. What about Carter? EC three. EC three. What about MVP's WWE run? He was always in a suit. Oh yeah, that's true. And for most of and most of his run, he was US champion. No, not really. No, no, no. But that was... Okay. Uh, when when he first debuted, he, he was working the uh, the NFL player gimmick. Right. Yeah. So he was wearing a suit. The bala. And he would wear... Uh, he, would, he would go on to win the championship. 
Pero I think the more he didn't, uh, the more he got de-pushed, the more he stopped wearing suits. Yeah. And he went back to his onesie. Mm. Oh. Power Ranger suit. Actually, yeah. that's a good observation. Huh? If you wear a suit, you're probably getting oh. pushed. Yeah. Legit. That's good. I mean, so, uh, save for that one outlier. So, so, uh, it's not that, right? It's not that he's not in a suit. So does this apply to PWR though? Because you were wearing. Oh, he, he makes the he makes he the pushes. Makes yeah. the push. So Brian Leo is wearing, wearing a suit. Well, no, he, he wore, was, a, suit he wore before, a suit before. Yeah. That's is this indicatory of his 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 latent push hmm. possible theories. Oh well, let's, 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 let's leave it at that. Rob, your pick of the week. Yeah, your oh, pick, pick of, the week. of the week is the other good match from. Raw. Hey, Raw was pretty solid. Yeah, it was, fellow the man. Okay. Uh, the other good match from Raw is uh, the main event, Orton versus Rollins, a second straight championship defense for the man. On Raw? It was a good match, but you can tell, and this is just me nitpicking, Rollins obviously telegraphed the, fin- the finish. Yes. But, uh, you do not dive off the top rope leading with your head. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does that except your Chris Benoit or Dan- Daniel Bryan. Or... Even then, yeah. those guys play their ha- their arms out. You know what? I, I just got to say, nah, I know, um, it was good of you to remind me that yung Seamus Cashin felt weird. Oh, it's a referee. Because I when I was watching it, and then I just forgot to write it down when I was reviewing it. No, the wrong. referee was panicking for some reason. And like he didn't know what he was supposed to do. When's Orton coming in? When's Orton coming in? You could tell that he was waiting for something. But you could have just easily... He could have easily gone to ringside... Had Orton, I know. Called? No, no, no. Had no. Given Orton the time. The same. It, it took. It would take him the same time. He, for all I know, he can like you know, crawl towards the ringside. Or pwede mag-usap muna sila ni Lillian Garcia, di ba? Like, mm. uh, kahit na hindi naman i-announce si Lillian, kunwari nag-uusap lang sila, and then bago pa makapag-announce si Lillian, Randy Orton would have come in and uh, done the RKO. Yeah, anyway, it's so big deal kasi the, 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 seg- the little uh, angle did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It just could have been executed better. Right, right. Um, so, yun, uh, that's, that, that's it for the yeah. cash-in. Yeah. Now, before we get out of here and before we thank our friends who've always been very supportive of the podcast, we have a boot camper who has something to get off his chest. All right. Um, I know John Sebastian preempted it a little earlier. Um, yep. That one was me. Um, I'm not competing in the bootcamp challenge. You can take me off your list of possible guys who's doing that. But you can also take me off your list for the announcer for PWR for the foreseeable future. Um, replacing me is actually our backstage segment announcer. You may have seen him on the PWR segments lately, Pacholo Estrada. He's good. He's going to be taking care of you guys from now on. The reason is I've I've got a lot on my plate right now. Um, I mean, it's gotten so bad that you may have noticed that a week ago, you may have heard portions of the show that weren't supposed to be in there for Brian Wilson's interview. And for that, I'm, I apologize very sincerely. And for other mishaps, because, you know, I've been, there's been a lot going on in my personal life and I know we don't talk about a lot of personal things on this show we don't get into you know our lives but in this case I'm I I really have to because my life right now is surrounded by resting my Thursday nights are spent with these two guys and it's the best part of my week 
I spend most of my Friday nights either editing or getting drunk and editing hungover. But that's not the reason that the shows come out a little crappier. I have a lot of business going on in my life. I have a day job. I have boot camp. I have a lot of commitments. And it's been eating up my life. And it's my work's been suffering. But recently, I've discovered that I have a major bone spur in my right ankle. And that has inhibited me from actually doing a lot of things. And it's taking a lot of toll on my life. I've been out of boot camp, I'd say, about a month now. It's almost been a month. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually, you know, even be in consideration for this boot camp challenge because I would have taken it if, if given the chance. I would have gone for MDM and shown you all that, you know, we've worked hard. And I know me and Ro talked about it last week, but the thing is we've been keeping it, you know, hush-hush because it's not something that you talk about. But for real... I apologize to you if you know you're affected by my my lapses on this show by the editing issues because I do edit this show and it does take a lot but this thing has been eating at me and it's with I mean it's it's a little heavy but the truth is I for the betterment of the show and PWR as a whole I'll be stepping away from some of my duties for a while just so that other people who are a lot more competent than myself can take over and you can be in good hands. So with that, you won't be seeing me in the ring on Saturday. You won't be seeing me at the Bootcamp Challenge. You won't be seeing me anytime soon, but rest assured you're in good hands. So yeah, let's end this, baby. All right. All right. Uh, we, uh, before we go, we got to thank our friends from the Mellow 94.7 Studios for always, always making the podcast possible. We also got to give a shout out to the boys and the girls of PWR who've been working their asses off, busting tails day in, day out, night in and night out to make the shows happen. And we got to give you one last reminder that PWR Live is happening this Saturday, August 15th. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, because this is going up on a Friday. Right. Yes. In uh, Mahati Cinema Square. On Friday, yeah. <laughs> be early, guys. Uh, you have to be there by like 5 p.m. because that's when the lines uh, start getting can we, long. Can we say uh, what's happening before? Yes. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. We there did. is we a pre-show. So in case you didn't know, uh, we have run down the card, but we have a pre-show that's happening at PWR Live. So try to be early. Try to beat the lines. Get a good seat. Then again, uh, you know, MCS is such an intimate venue. Any seat is, is a good seat. Essentially, uh, you've got the Canto Terror Lakastama drinking challenge that's happening. And then right after everything is said and done, of course, you have the excellent show that we'll put out. You've got the meet and greet happening right after that. All of us will be there so you can say hi and uh, you can meet all of your favorite PWR stars, get your photos, get your autographs. Mark out like Jam of Magic 89.9 will always do next to Chris Panzer. That's, and, that's and you happen. know, it, it's a good venue for wrestling fans to meet. Right. I mean, right. everyone on the SGP. On the SGP group, find your fellow SGPers, make SGP signs, and about, about, say hi to about, each other. About, about, the mating call. <laughs> mating call. <laughs> what is our mating call? Yeah, I don't If you guys watched Tough Enough, I would have suggested the Yeti call. The Yeti call. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. no the the big guy goes... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. 
So aside from all of that, uh, normally we would do predictions for PWR shows, but because we've got an extensive coverage over at smarthenry.ph, we're going to redirect all of you over there. In the meantime, and in between time, we have to ask you to subscribe to the SGP podcast on iTunes. It's Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast over there. Click the subscribe button. Click the download button. Thank you for rating us, for listening to us. And on behalf of Rowdy Raf Camus and Ravishing Rome Rand, Stunning Stancy over here, signing out for the SGP podcast. We're the SGP podcast. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.